Hey guys, and welcome back to the Harping On Podcast. I'm Harper Circum, and this week I'm joined by the VFL's best young player and great guy, Charlie Dean. Charlie played for South Melbourne as a junior, Sandringham Dragons in the NAB League, and now plays for Williamstown in the VFL. This week we chat about being overlooked in the draft, playing for Williamstown, his life outside of footy, and much more. But before we get into today's episode, it would really help a lot if you're enjoying listening to these podcasts to recommend it to a mate or to give it a follow wherever you're listening to it. Thanks, and now to the pod. G'day mate, thanks for um, hopping on today, I really appreciate it. No worries, keen to chat. Going back to your um, junior footy, you played junior footy for um, South Melbourne, is that right? Yeah. Correct. That, and then you uh, got involved in the Sandringham Dragons um, program. Yeah. Um, how was that? Um, how was your junior football experience? Yeah, it was awesome. Playing for South Melbourne was was awesome growing up. We're not a huge club, so we're always sort of Div 2, Div 3. Um, but, yeah, I have lifelong friends from that and it was a lot of fun, like, like I'm sure it is for every other kid so sort of grow up loving footy um and yeah i missed out on sort of the interleague teams and stuff in on the 13s when that all started and um was really focused on cricket at the time and then was lucky enough to make the dragons in under under 16s and um yeah from then on went played the state sorry the national carnival in um under 16s and yeah things kind of progressed from there to to the dragons and yeah it was a great experience and look back fondly on, on junior footy memories. Yeah, you said that um, South Melbourne is not the biggest of clubs. I, um, Coming from like a not big club myself, I can know that some of the better players in the teams that I were in um, had struggled between, you know, going to a bigger club maybe for more success or staying there, um, potentially getting overlooked. Is that something yeah. you ever had to deal with or thought about? Uh, not really, no. Nah, it, didn't, it didn't bother me too much. Sort of just played footy for a bit of fun and um, I kind of knew as well. Like my my oldest my oldest cousin um, Patrick Ambrose he played on the Bombers for the Bombers and um, his brother Murphy have been great influences on me and they sort of taught me that at under thirteens under twelves whatever age you are it's about enjoying your footy and you know whether it's moving to a, a bigger team like it's <laughs> you're about five years away from mm. from when it really ramps up so just enjoy your time with your mates then so. Yeah, it was never really a big deal, and and yeah, no one did that from my club, so I think yeah, it would have been it would have been a big shock to my mates if if I did that. <laughs> yeah, um, you said you were focusing on cricket. You're a good cricketer. Um, is that when did is that something you had to um toss up between like pursuing footy, pursuing cricket, and what age did you sort of had to make that decision? Yeah, so I was probably a better junior cricketer growing up, um, and it never really got to the stage where I had. Um, two options in front of me from a professional sense but um, always played at like a fairly high level nothing nothing too too great but um yeah I sort of just got not sick of cricket but the lure of footy and the fun you get from that probably outweighed cricket in the end and spending days fielding and stuff wasn't wasn't the greatest all the time so um yeah and also probably didn't have the patience to to pursue cricket um it's a lot of a lot more hours and especially batting sort of just want to want to hit a home run and a six like <laughs> baseball style so I reckon I, baseball would have suited me a bit more um yeah I probably didn't have the patience for cricket but yeah it, w- it wasn't too much of a decision I remember um growing up I missed like quite a bit of footy just through cricket going on 
trips and stuff and um yeah most most of my decisions just come down what what i was going to get more fun from so never really got in the way too much i don't think yeah um and then you went when you were playing at the cng dragons um you were there 2018 2019 yeah the 2018 cng dragons team was is insane you know with the king brothers and um bailey smith and stuff and we did you have many interactions with those guys and um mates with them and still keep in contact potentially with them today yeah so i never actually played with um baz or or max because they were injured for for most of the year um and i didn't i didn't play at the very start of the year um so didn't get the chance to play with them unfortunately they're great players but um yeah i was i was I worked um, a bit with Ben, Ben King, and sort of played in the forward line with him a couple of games. And yeah, they were so good, so freakish. I'm sure you can tell, but um, like, for example, Ben coming, I think he finished top five in the Coleman or something this year. And yeah, it's pretty cool looking back, knowing you played with players like that. But then also competing against them at training, like it's pretty cool to know that they're nearly, they're going to be at the top of the AFL soon. So it's a good experience to have played with them. And, and Bailey was obviously captain that year. So he still had quite a big influence on us young boys. And yeah, I wasn't super close with them, but they always gave me great advice. And if I'd see him in the streets now, I'll have a good chat with them. And then in your top age year at, um, at Sandy, how was that for you? You played more games than what you did um, in your first year. Um, yeah, how was that? Yeah, yeah, it was a great year. And um, we had a lot of success from a draft point of view. Unfortunately, that didn't happen to me, but... um. A lot of my good mates got picked up and um, looking back now, uh, yeah, I'm pretty proud of them and stuff. At the time, you get a bit angry and think, why why not me? But um, yeah, it was a great year. And unfortunately, we didn't probably pull it together from a team point of view and ultimately make it to where we should have with that list. But um, it's a great experience and, and training with players of that quality really gets the best out of you. And um, yeah, it was a great year. And playing school footy that year was awesome as well so yeah look look back pretty fondly on that under 18s you just talked about how unfortunately you were overlooked uh, overlooked in that draft um and then obviously so that was the 2019 draft 2020 COVID ruined the whole season um how did you deal with that not being able to you know go straight back out and prove that you're you're good enough you had to wait till this year to do that um in 2020 how did you deal with that like mentally and from a physical standpoint yeah I was having a chat to coach about this the other day and um sort of look back now and think that probably a year off was the best thing for me just to freshen up i have played sport my whole life non-stop and trying to fit cricket footy in um and it's yeah i had a really busy year in year 12 i was lucky enough to be school captain and cricket captain and footy captain of the school so i had yeah a bit on my plate and wanted to get a really good atar as well so it was nice to just have a little break for a little bit and sit back and it, it's probably given me a lot of time to develop my body as well. Like I've put on, put on probably six or seven kilos since, um, since at the start of 2019. So um, that's been good. And then improving on my running and stuff. So I, I was able to focus on um, a lot more in my own time and individualize my sort of program for the year. And I'm not someone who really likes to take a lot of time off. So it was a real good opportunity to yeah, get my body right and, I spent a lot of time training with um, Jack Higgins and saw the same coach as him. And to be around like some, some really good AFL players was good for me last year. 
Is that how you manage to stay motivated? Because they were they were playing AFL as well and um, you were training with them, working with them. Um, is that how you managed to keep up the motivation coming into this year and throughout last year? Yeah, it's, it's, it's good to train with people like that and get some extrinsic motivation. But I, I think that my main motivation comes from within and just loving footy and a desire to compete. And yeah, like I want it to be my career so badly. So that's, yeah, that's where the motivation comes from. And I've, I've never really wavered, I think, from that, even in under 18s when I didn't get picked up, I sort of just got back onto the horse and, and tried to get going again because I am a big believer in that if you're not going to give it your all, then you may as well just play country footy and have fun with your mates because the VFL, it cuts through people who kind of want it and who really wants it. So, yeah, that's probably where my motivation comes from. Is that does that motivation and that um willing to willingness to you know get into the AFL does that change your aspect a lot from coming into the twenty nineteen draft? How you would have viewed yourself playing footy next year to coming into this draft? Is your view on the draft and what happens next year different, or it's pretty much the same? Yeah, one hundred percent. I think that's yeah, that's a really good question because when you're under eight, when you're in your eighteen, eighteen's year, you think that that's your chance, your one and only chance, and there's very few mature ages that get picked up, um, but yeah, looking back to when I missed out, there was probably a period there when I thought now I'm back at square one and it's going to be a few good years of um, VFL footy till I give myself another opportunity. But now looking back, I sort of laugh at that. And I think of some of the boys who might miss out this year and they're in their 18s year. It's just you wish you could tell them like how quickly it can change. Um, I think that just it's a bit of a cliche, but taking each week at a time and when you're in pre-season just give yourself a couple of focuses for that week and and then yeah as soon as as soon as you start doing that it just eventually accumulates you get better at different things and um yeah I think I think that sort of helped me in a way just carrying that mindset and um yeah obviously being around great people at the club as well that's helped heaps and so the club you're at um that you just talked about uh williamstown in the vfl um how did you get across to williamstown and involved in um their vfl program yeah so i played junior footy with andy collins's son who andy used to be coach of williamstown um and had a pretty good relationship with him and at the end of my under 18s year i sort of flirted with the idea of um playing vfl footy for clubs i had interviews with that year and um then I got a call from Colo one day and as soon as I hung up the phone, I knew I was going to play for Willie and just, he taught me a lot about how successful they've been and um, like making the finals for the last 15 years or whatever it is. And having a lot of success in recent years, getting players drafted, Brett Bewley, um, Mitch Hibbard, Lockie Schultz, Ben Kavara, like names like that, Michael Gibbons. So yeah, that was a big motivation and just my relationship with Colo and how, how much a new is of like a, a good coach and a good person. So yeah, that was my reason. And you've obviously, um, you know, helped him out a lot this year and um, the club winning the best young player in the VFL, um, winning that award. And some of the players you just mentioned, like um, Gibbons and um, Adam Markon as well, who came out of Willie, um, also won that. And then they went to the AFL. Um, that lineage of like, you know, I think it's the last 10 or even more, I think actually. 14, I think. Yeah. 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 Um, winning that medal, making it to the AFL. Is that something that you're really uh, not hanging on to, but you're yeah. looking at that and getting really excited? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty exciting. Um, but then again, it you know could could just be a coincidence. And um, yeah, I think that 
it's sort of a case by case thing just because the last 14 have there's, there's no guarantees so um if it yeah it's obviously great to have the reassurance that the last 14 have but um yeah i'm, I'm still yeah holding on i'm holding on hope that it happens but if it doesn't i've got great people around me and i'm at a great vfl club so there's no reason why i can't have a have a similar season and keep on improving if it doesn't happen but obviously number one goal is for it to happen and um it sort of matters what i do from there it's a lot of players get drafted and out of the system within two years so my goal isn't really to get drafted it's just to play good afl footy so that'll be the first step to to playing afl but it, yeah it's certainly not the pinnacle for me i want to go on from there um that yeah well i mean that's amazing that's what you have to do it's a great mindset to have um and so this year you played for Willie winning that medal as an intercept defender. Um, was that the, is that position that you've played for most of your footy career or have you been mixed around a little bit? Yeah, I've, I've never really played um, sort of second, third tall, which I, which I played this year. Um, played a bit of junior footy as like a spare back, just if we needed to park the bus or something that most of my junior footy was in, in the forward line and at Sandy, most of it was playing forward. And then, I played in the midfield for school in year 12. Um, so, yeah, but it's probably the position I've played least, but it's one that I've I've loved this year. And I think the flexibility I've had between one game playing a more of a lockdown role and the next game playing more of that, more of that in, interceptor role, that's been really good. And I've been able to develop different crafts. So, yeah, it's been good. Would you say that versatility is probably your, your main strength coming into the draft and into the AFL for the years to come? Or where do you see your main strengths? Yeah, I think my main strength is my aerial aerial ability and ability to come off my man and and know when to do that and take a mark or or a spoil and then also I think I'm I'm a strong believer that I'm I'm a good kick and especially for a key defender so use the ball well once I get it and then yeah probably that versatility is another strength of mine. Um, just before you said that you enjoyed the 2020, you know, having a bit of a break from things. Um, it seems like you've 2021, you're straight back into a lot of things. I'm pretty sure at uni, you're also doing a bit of coaching, cricket and footy at Wesley. Um, you've got your own business. How have you found, you know, all the like the coaching, first of all, how have you found um, yeah. some footy coaching? Yeah, it's been, it's been awesome. Um, love coaching little kids. And I remember when I was in year seven, year eight, I looked up to my coaches at the time. So I think you're in a really influential position as a as a junior footy coach and that's their best time of the week well it was when I was their age so um really important you make it special for them and help develop them so yeah it's a really rewarding job and I love Wesley love going there so it's good to be involved still and then um yeah with my own little business I do a bit of PT work and and it's called not just babysitting so it's um revolved around getting kids out exercising with them and um yeah just having fun with them so I didn't really want to work the the typical cafe job or, or stuff when I went out of school so started a mini business and kind of came along quicker than I thought and yeah that's been good um as well just on the side yeah from both of those things I think from um you know the your business the the promoting the um outdoor activity and also from um the being a coach have you been able to learn things that not necessarily on field things but off field like leadership aspects and stuff like that you said you're a captain at your school um that you've been able to int- implement to your game that adds to your um profile yeah i think um just probably my communication and um like one thing i'm really proud of this year was winning the players award at williamstown um for best teammate and that was a huge honor so 
I think I've been able to use my leadership roles in the past towards being a better teammate and hopefully having an influence on others. I know I was it was pretty daunting coming into Williamstown at the start um, with some like a lot of ex AFL players and you don't know if you belong there and then sort of just quickly felt really included in the group and then that's probably when my leadership started to come out but it's yeah it's I'm not comfortable where it's at yet I want to keep on improving that and I think as I get more confident I'll be able to hopefully have a even more of an influence on the group and um yeah if I'm not at AFL level I'd love to be in leadership groups at Williamstown and stuff and yeah that's a that's a big goal of mine yeah, you've talked about just then about the um, AFL play, like ex-AFL players at Williamstown and um, other people that have helped you. Are there any big mentors throughout the last couple of years that you really put your success down to this year? Or is it you think it's your own, um, as long as other people as well, of course, but your yeah. own generation? Yeah, it's definitely a mixture of both. And um, uh, yeah, I'd probably talk to you for an hour about this question because there's so many people I'd like to thank for helping me this year and last year. But probably if I think of the main ones, um, if, we're, if we're just talking about um, the ex-AFL boys at Willie, I'd probably say Cam Paulson from Carlton's had a big influence, trained with him in the off-season and um, met him in the off-season, then did all our pre-season together and, and worked really hard together. And he's the ultimate professional in terms of diet, um, strength training, stuff like that. So I talked to him a lot and he probably gets a bit sick of me asking a lot of questions, but um, he's been really good. Jordy Gallucci, um, he's super strong and a, a really good athlete in the gym. So he's helped me with a lot of stuff with that. Jack Leslie coming from Gold Coast, super key defender, who's fullback of the year and the team of the year. So he's taught me a lot in spoiling body work. Harry McCready as well down the back line. He's great in set marker. He's taught me a lot about that. Um, yeah, I've missed heaps of people, but um, those are probably four people who have had a big influence on me. Oh, and I can't forget the skipper, Adam Markon. He's he's a legend and um, he's probably taught me more about mindset and um, he's just given me a lot of confidence. I remember we had to speak in front of the group and um, talk about our life, like a few life experiences earlier in the preseason to get to know each other more and Ads said while I was up there and um, feeling pretty vulnerable, he just said how much confidence he has in me this year. And um, just like little things like that, he goes out of his way to make his players feel better. And I'm going to really miss him when he goes. But yeah, they're probably five of the biggest influences. Yeah, no, um, uh, he's a good man. He was a teacher at my school. He's a, oh, yeah. Yeah. Man, he's a really good guy. Um, yeah. Anyway, just one last thing, uh, thing sorry, before we um, before we wrap it up, thank you for your time. But is there anyone um, that you base your game off in the AFL um, going into the next year? Yeah, I think when I was 18, I focused a lot on sort of basing my game off different players. But um, sort of that at VFL level, it doesn't get talked about too much. Like this year, I've watched a lot of vision with... So our backs coach used to coach Werribee and um, Sam Collins from Gold Coast. He was at Werribee and he took the most marks for a VFL season um, two or three years ago. And I've watched heaps of vision of him, watch vision of Jake Lever, Stephen May, what they can do with their opponents and their ability to come off when they can read the ball. And um, yeah, it's probably just watching different players and taking bits here and there from them. Like if I pin myself down to one player, I sort of can see a few similarities, but then there's also differences. So there's no one really I base it off, but I've learned a lot off watching Sam Collins's tapes. He's one big one. And then, yeah, probably the, those two Melbourne key defenders as well. 
Um, yeah, no, they're, they're all uh, superstars of the league, you know, two All-Australians, um, premiership players. Um, no, nah, thank you so much for your time, mate. I really appreciate it. I can't wait to um, see what you're doing. Can't wait to see you get picked up late November. Yeah, awesome. Nice to talk to you. Nice to meet you as well. Thanks heaps for listening to this episode of the Harping On podcast. I hope you enjoyed. Make sure to go over to the Instagram at Harping On underscore. Give it a follow and leave me some feedback. And also give us a follow on the TikTok as well at Harping.on. Thanks heaps. See you next time.